Hi everyone, it's Peter Westerby here again and this time I'm delighted to be with Anthony Kelly. Um, we're together here in Jagadaturubal country, Brisbane. And as I mentioned in the first episode of this series on participatory community development, Tony and I want to do it face to face. So, we, we, you know, sometimes it'll be with Tony and sometimes I'm with delightful Rachel. But um, it's a pleasure to be with you again, Anthony. It's been a yeah. little while. Yeah, thank you, Peter. Um, it's great to be here with you. It is. And look, we've, we've, got, we've had a cup of coffee and we've had a conversation. You've listened to the opening podcast interview where Rachel asked me a few questions that's really focused on this book that you were the lead author of and I co-authored, Participatory Development Practice. And I'm, I'm curious in you having listened to that opening podcast where we really talked about you know, the, the opening frame in the book of service delivery versus participatory practice. Um, and then we had a brief conversation about frameworks. What, what kind of came up for you? Anything you okay. wanted to add, almost as like a part two introduction? <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Peter. Um, uh, it, it's a wonderful podcast because uh, unless people really understand the limits of service delivery and that this is a different uh, program type uh, addressing the outer limits of what service delivery never touches. Uh, it's, it's just so fundamental to mm. holding on to and not confusing it with service delivery. So uh, it's, it's very, very fundamental understanding. Yep. The thing that I'd like to add, Peter, is in the corporate world, there is another very dominant paradigm that squeezes out participatory development work. And it's the dominance of public relations. Mm. Okay. So uh, when co the corporate world tries to deal with communities, it their public relations uh, outfit dominate that process. You know, what's the image of the company and are we promoting the image of the company? And yeah. will this, if we enable the community to respond, will they criticise us and diminish uh, the image of the company? So the dominance of that public relations uh, uh, process again has has tremendous impact on the inability sometimes of dealing with the poorest of poor people yeah and you're uh, reminding me when we co-authored that book that we've we've not just written the book for people in community social services, services. we've written in the space that <clears throat> is relevant in, in the corporate government and community yeah. social services. So and you're running the parallel here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's the same essentially with government as well. You know, the, the politicians need to be seen to be re-elected that it's yep. uh, to do with their, their image. But uh, the, so the public relations um, paradigm uh, 
there's nothing wrong with it, uh, except that it, again, like service delivery, squeezes out uh, the participatory processes that we're so um, interested in. And, and it's so crucial for understanding the lived reality of people and yeah. communities yeah. and working from that space. Yeah. Yep. So whatever paradigm squeezes the participation of the poorest, we really need to be aware of. Yeah. Um, but the two that we very, very commonly come across are service delivery and, and public relations. Okay, that's very helpful and, and I guess broadens our frame then as we explore this kind of method framework of participatory yeah. community development. This is what we're not up against, but in contrast Trust to with, yeah, or with. Yeah. We need to understand how that impacts on our yeah. efforts to do participatory work. Then, then the other thing in our coffee before doing this, you, you know, you, the other thing you bounced off that introduction was how I explained a framework as a yes. conceptual guide yes. for a practitioner not to order the world, but yeah. to order our practice. And yeah. you, you kind of, I really, you, you kind of brought something up for me there. And I'd, I'd, really, I'd be keen for our listeners to hear that as well. Yes, I, I think that, the word concept is, is a wonderful word. As a but conceptual it's, it's, guide. Yes, yeah. as a conceptual guide. But a concept basically triggers my mind to the idea of head. Yeah. And I was greatly influenced by uh, the great poet Coleridge, who preferred the words of an idea, mm. that frameworks actually good ideas put together. And an idea touches not only the head, but the heart and, mm. and the hand. It inspires us in, in a more multi-dimensional way. So over the years, I've sort of moved from describing frameworks as, as concepts to describing them as as good ideas because it opens that that feeling that they're you know to do with our heart and to do yeah. with our inspiration and to do with our relationships as well so yeah I for appreciate what it's worth. that no I think that's important because if a, if a framework then is a collection of good ideas that yes. guide our practice yes. it is you're, you're kind of inviting a more holistic frame here of, of head yeah. and heart and, and the poetic. Yeah. So I, I think that's great to, to, for our listeners to pick up on that. Yeah. So, so that, that was kind of your initial response to that opening introduction. And then I was aware when re-listening to it that we talked about this opening frame of service delivery and or public relations versus the participatory tradition and we talked about framework but we never talked about community yes and i'm just very curious how we what what we what you would like to say to listeners about why is community important in a world of social change where we're yearning for change well in some ways i've got a very flexible idea of community because I think it's it's a very beautiful 
idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very yeah. good idea. Um, and it can be expressed both as a verb and as a noun. Yeah. And so... I like to think of community in both forms, both as an, a verb and as a noun. So, for example, there can be more or less community in a family. Mm. There can be more or less community in a classroom. Yeah. There can be more or less community in a village after a big fight or, you know, a wonderful celebration. So it's, it's, it's an activity not just uh, a noun. Not a thing it's that not exists. A thing. It's not a thing. It's, yep. it's, it's a profoundly good idea. Yeah. But it's also a noun. And as a noun, it's also a very important noun for us because it names a village or it names a, a neighbourhood or it names... Uh, a smaller area and in this sense of it being a noun it's big enough but it's small enough at the same time so it's not a society uh, and it's not a family yeah it's it's this it's, in between it's space. in between yeah so it can its its power is that it can reach both ways. It can reach down and up, yeah. and be of significance in in both of those uh, both of those forums. Well, and I think that's really important to say. It's that in between space yeah. because I think policymakers are very focused on you know public health, individual behavioural change strategies. Yeah. Or they're thinking policy, big picture, and they, they often miss out this, this, this mid, mid space of, yeah. of neighbourhood or, yeah. or village. No. And it's, it's that mid space that is so important for participatory work because there's a coalition of, of small voices in a community that reaches out to, the, to, a, to a wider audience, but it's not... Um, isolated like an individual is you know there's yep. there's a collective yes com union commons commons yes. yeah of, of, of people yeah and and we do talk about this community development tradition as as a collective tradition yeah. but it's yeah. not big no, collective no, it's it's, not it's big. a humble it's, small and yeah. we really will get to that in yes. the meso method <laughs> which ironically is that meza name yeah. Again, between, the, between, the between, between, yeah. Mm. Okay, so look, that's that's been a really lovely connecting with the first introduction, but we just briefly want to push in to the first method of this method framework. Right. So if we remind listeners, you know, the method framework that this podcast is exploring has kind of a constellation or a nested implicate method, micro meso macro meta. meta now the implicate <laughs> which i think i briefly said to rachel is is about you know the self coming to the work yes. so just but but when you what, what's your very brief understanding of the implicate method it, it really is the same peter there there's no 
instrument in the work apart from us. Yeah. Right? That's, uh, that's who we are and what we think and what we believe and the gifts that we bring um, are what we bring to the, to the work. And, of, of course, and that's ultimately what people see. We, we might have a framework or a method, but they see us. They, yep. they, they see us. Um, so whatever our strengths and limitations are, we really need to be, you know, very, very conscious of them um, because that's the gift that, that we bring to, mm. to the participatory process. We, we're partners in it. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're part of it. So, for example, um, you know, I have very close colleagues who have got an absolutely wonderful sense of humour well, you know, they, I've seen them diffuse very difficult situations beautifully by that gift. Of, yeah. And it's not something that's borrowed and put on. It's just basically who they are. And so it's an expression of who they, who are. who they are. So their framework, their implicate method would be filled with humour. It's yeah. absolutely filled with humour. Whereas others have got, um, you know, very sharp analytic uh, ideas and they can quick, quickly pick up patterns of, you know, yeah. what, what's happening. You know, it's a gift. Or they, someone has a strong hospitality gift uh, and that's the... You, you can feel it, don't you? You, can, you walk you into the room, feel, there's food, well, the way things are set up. Well, you know, I've got a wonderful colleague who's... Mm. That was absolutely foundational to to their work. That that welcoming, the warm welcoming into the heart and into the heart. Yeah, uh, was, yeah. Uh, was there. But so, but can I just say, like, a, for a new practitioner, then you know, they they come to this work, they they're kind of you're asking or inviting a consciousness of who yes. we are, and that that's asking a lot of a it practitioner is. early. So. You know, in terms of the implicate, like, are you suggesting they need to go and do lots of sort of therapy and work out who <laughs> they are before they step into this practice? Or are you inviting people to become conscious of their gifts? Or do they start dialogues with other people who are a bit further along the road? Like, all, all of the above. But it opens up the whole idea of uh, traditions of practice and... We, we don't, thankfully, have to invent the wheel. Mm. Um, there's just some wonderful frameworks and partly we can ease our way into understanding our own work by talking to other practitioners, of course, if they yeah. have a framework. But also in in reading some of the wonderful diverse frameworks that that are now available to us, yeah. and we're, and you're using frameworks here in the sense of our personal Frame, practice framework, practice. Our, not the method framework, not the method that, framework. that we're kind of going to explore. No. But like being clear about what matters to us, what ideas, yeah, what we as a person, yeah, can bring to this to this work, but also our framework. Our 
practice framework needs to be critiqued because it's got to have limits. Every framework has got to have a, a limit and to understand the boundaries of it is also really a very, very important part of, mm. of, of adopting one. But the normal, you know, common pattern is that you learn a framework from somebody that's doing the work and that you admire. That's a very, very common. And I'm just going to, we didn't plan this, but, I, you know, one of the frameworks a lot of people I know who have learned from you and that I've taught and introduced is, is your yes. personal practice framework, framework, which is, you know, with head, heart, hand, hand. which is a delightful framework yeah. which is for you implicate method that's that's for me implicate method was my with my head with my heart and with my hand i wanted to bring the best intellectual understanding that i could with my head i wanted to make my heart available to the people that i work with yeah and i wanted it to be practical yeah and so that was the you know that was you know rarely achieved but that's that was my talus talisman that's what i wanted to and so that that having that framework enabled you to step into a social phenomena that we're going to you know going to do the micro meso that we'll explore but enables you to come fully present with the clear kind of um, reminder of what matters to yeah. you. Yeah. I wanted to be as whole a person as I, as I could be in the interaction. Mm. Mm. Now, below that, there were seven things that I wanted to think about, mm. each one associated with my head, heart and hand. And yeah. below that again, there was about 40 things yeah. So that after a while, it becomes so much part that in every given instant, I had about 40 ways of looking at it. Yes. But if it got so complicated, I could say, what do I feel about this? I'd go back to my heart. Or mm. what do I think about this? So you, your framework is, is a wonderful experience of, of being able to hold yourself in into the work. Yes, in the context of a complex a situation. Yeah. Usually with highly complex situations, you, you retreat back to your basic principles of your framework. And yeah. In my case, it was with head, heart and hand. Yeah. So just in summary here, like we're talking about implicate method. Yeah. The methodological element of this is to have a, a rhythm, yeah. a methodical rhythm. And we're saying, well, it's one thing to step into the social dynamics with people, but you have to step into your relationship with yourself Self. methodologically. Yeah, yeah. And you have a, a practice framework yeah. for yourself yeah. with head, heart, hand yeah. that helps you step into that relationship. When we're basically inviting practitioners, like learn other people's frameworks yes. and or gradually develop your own. Correct. That's, that's I think that's a great point to finish. And, yeah. Um, that's been a really generative conversation and thank you.